headed back to Mexico City tomorrow. Found a little farm there that was willing to have me on and worked there as a volunteer farmer there. I suppose I should feel excited about it as the primary reason why I came down to Latin America was to learn how to be a farmer. Honestly, right now with it being pushed back so many months from April to May, May to June, now to July, I don't feel as excited about it as I did at the beginning. My mind's been wandering on trying to do other things. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say on that. So I'll keep posting on what happens there in Mexico City. Alright, logic and reasoning. So these two gifts, they've been given to us people in a quantity that is unfathomable to any other living creature that we know of. And an example of that, so this logic, say that you see a building that is smoking, well, what do you do? The logical thing would be to stay away from that building, as where there's smoke, there's fire. If there's fire in there in a burning building, that it very may, may well be becoming a, bur a burning building. A smoky building becomes a burning building. It's very logical. That's the process of things if the fire gets worse. You want to avoid that burning building. You don't want to be inside a burning building unless you're a fireman or firewoman. So we take that logic and project it to something more abstract. Say that you have a past experience. Past experience and you want to do something in the future. Well, the logical thing to do is to take the past input that you put in so that you can reasonably estimate the output that you're likely going to get if you put in the same input. It's a favorable output, well, you do something similar. If it's not, you avoid it and try something else. Or even better, you take the input that previous people, people that have come before you, they put in. What do they do? if they have received a favorable output, output that is favorable in your perception. Well, you put in the same input. If not, well, you do something else as well. Therefore, you save yourself the time and energy by observing other people. Because, as Winston Churchill once said, the further you look into the past, the farther you can see into the future. You see what's happened in the past, likely history will rhyme. Something similar is going to happen in the future based on what you do right now in the present. So, a couple of examples. Say you have worked in a job. You've worked in a job for about a year and you're unhappy with the experience you've had this past year. The logical thing to do is to move on to something else. You work the same job again, odds are you won't be happy as well this following year, or you're considering a certain sport. That sport is a sport where you take a lot of contact and you look at people that have done that sport as well, other people that are further ahead along the road, and they have all these long-term injuries that are permanent. And you yourself, you say that you want a healthy body throughout your life, well into old age. Well, the, again, the logical thing to do would be to avoid 
pursuing the sport as odds are it, the injuries that other people have sustained they're going to sustain as well but the beauty with humans though is that we're not all exactly the same there are differences amongst us most obvious ones are on the exterior you look at people even the small ones we have some people have moles, some people have birthmarks, scars on certain parts of their body that other people don't. Okay, all these exterior differences can also become bigger, such as skin color, hair color, eye color, etc. That's on the exterior. On the interior, it's been said that great minds think alike. But I'm not debating that. What I'm saying is that great minds, they don't think exactly the same will do any minds for that matter. No one thinks exactly the way that the next person thinks. We're, with humans, we're all slightly different, even though it cannot be perceived on the spot. There's always something different about each and every one of us. So we take that, we take those differences, and go back to the two examples that were brought up previously, one about the unhappy job and one about the rough sport. Say for example that you do the same thing over again for the job, you work the job a second year. This time things changed though. You had a different manager that changed up the personnel, changed the way the operations are done, how things are run around the company. This new manager changes things and it is to your favor. Therefore you are happy about these changes. You're happy the second year not the first year because of this manager or with this contact sport say that for whatever reason you were able to avoid most of the hard hits that many other players received and therefore you avoided all these injuries these long-term injuries and you got what you wanted you have a healthy body throughout your life maybe you can see that with boxing there are a lot of boxers that take heart hits and they have long-term brain injury when they're old especially it's very apparent this brain injury but some others they are perfectly fine into their old age these two examples the job that you somehow became happy with on the second year and the contact sport that you pursued avoided the long-term injuries that was pure luck it was chance you put in the same input as everyone else. It was just a luck of the draw that you got the results that were favorable to you and other people didn't. So that's no merit of yours. It's just, it's a factor that is beyond your control. So these differences with human beings, that's not what I'm referring to. What I am referring to is when you go after something that is more complex with these two examples that we brought up it's you doing the exact same thing as everyone else talking about when you do something that is far out there something that no one has done before probably do you do that the small differences that they seem minuscule at the time these two people these two great minds they think so similar and the differences they do have they seem insignificant but well, those insignificant differences that are prevalent amongst all human beings, 
if you do something that's complex, it stacks those little differences, little by little, brick by brick, until they become something that is significant, something that is a game changer. That is what I'm referring to. When you go after something that few go after, that is when there are so many different factors that go into it that can change the outcome, change it in a material way. So an example of that, something that is very specific. Say that, just, this is just an example. You want to be a Parisian business owner, owner of a modeling school, someone from Paris, and you go to Ecuador to bring models from Ecuador back to Paris to model shoes. Right, that's something few, if anyone, has ever done before. So you take that and you take that person from Paris that goes to Ecuador to bring models back, model shoes in Paris. That's something very people people do. You go through and you check off the check off the logic behind it. So for this example it would be right, do people in Paris, is there a demand for seeing foreign models that perhaps they're perceived as exotic to be a part of the Parisian fashion industry. Is there that demand for that? And is there a demand for, is there a significant pool of talent in Ecuador that wants to be a part of this? If this all checks out, well, there's a good chance that it's a viable pursuit. So you think of it as, thinking of it like firing a gun, firing a rifle. If the target is 10 feet away, you can reasonably predict where that bullet is going to land. And odds are other people are going to reasonably be able to predict it and hit that general area as well. But something very far away. So many different factors. Factors such as windage, gravity, it will affect where the bullet is going to go. If you're, the, you're aiming for that, you're the first one aiming for it, odds are you can be the one to guide that bullet to the bull's eye, reach your objective, reach your goal. And being the first, that is a key factor. Take for example, who was the first man to land on the moon? Neil Armstrong. Who was the second? Well, a lot less people know who the second person is. Of course, it is an important factor. It's not always the key factor, but that's not the point. Oftentimes, it, being first and doing anything it holds a lot of weight. And I don't know about you, but for me, I'd rather be go after something, be wrong, know, and try something else, than go after what is right. Right as in what other people have already done that is tried and true and never knowing.